Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome back to Corilla Classics for part two of today's Saturday episode. Let's get going with a clip from 2014. We have uh, Adam coming up with a new show premise in- involving John Wayne's reanimated corpse. It's Adam Corilla Show 1463. This is a live show done from Seattle with Luke Burbank, Allison Rosen, Brian Bishop. It's November of 2014. This was an Ace Award winner. Listen and find out why. I've just thought of my new late night show. It's called uh, Holy Shit with John Wayne's Drunken Corpse. (laughs) Sounds like a cable show. (laughs) Oh, no, this is network. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just reanimate John Wayne. I get him drunk, ironically, on wild turkey. Okay. And I just explain to him what's going on in 2014. <laughs> and he goes, holy shit. How far do it you It may think- be called Get the Fuck Out of Here with John Wayne's reanimated corpse. The mayor of Seattle, and he'd go like, oh, yeah, that's a good guy. We used to chase skirts and go drinking. No, no, another mayor, new mayor. That guy's gone. <laughs> the grinder episode should be good. <laughs> I don't feel like you would get that far into that statement to John Wayne's reanimated corpse. Like, you'd be like, the mayor would be like, yeah, of Seattle. Is that a place? Yeah. Yeah, what about it? There's something called Tofurky. Hold on, homo. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we could call the show Hold yeah. On, Homo. There you go. It's like his catchphrase. <laughs> There'd be a lot of moves where he tilted his hat back. Like, you know, when guys are confused to wear cowboy hats, they tilt it back. It's really the only good confused hat look where you tilt it back and go, what the? You tilt your hat back always means universal. Yeah. Tilting it forward means you mean Sleep. business. Well, Tilting it back means toe fucking what? Til- <laughs> tilt it all the way forward means nap time. It, all the way forward is nap time. Yep. Half forward is we're going to tussle here. We're going to scrap. And back is toe fucking what? Confusion. Yeah. (laughs) And that was Adam coming up with a new show right there on the spot. Pretty good. Yeah, it might be hard to execute, but I like it. Bring a shovel. (laughs) All right, let's get going with our final clip of the day. We're going to go back to March of 2015. And we are going to have comedian Beth Stelling on. She's... uh, I think her first appearance was she filled in as a news girl. Yep. Uh, Early 2015 when they were kind of like doing unofficial tryouts. Gina basically had the job, but it's like, hey, let's put some other people on here and yeah. get some other voices and see what's going on. That's right. And she did a great job, too. She's super funny uh, and she's blowing up. I mean, she's everywhere in the uh, L.A. comedy scene. So let's hear her on the show. Beth Stelling. Adam Cool Show 1538. It's Beth Stelling's second appearance, first appearance as an actual guest guest. Uh, David Wilde, Gina Grant, and Brian Bishop in the show. This Boris is just Beth. It's uh, a little bit of news. Nice little chunk. Enjoy. Beth Stelling back in studio. Good to see you again, my dear. Great to see you. Thanks for having me. 
Good to be here. Live dates coming up. And uh, March 31st, Flappers in Burbank. That's where we filmed all the stuff for Road Hard. Really cool little club over there with nice, nice management. And all kinds of different rooms. Small rooms, big rooms. The Yoohoo Room. Also, the Beach Club in Rapid City. And that's in uh, Rapid City is in San Diego, huh? Or South Dakota. Says San Diego, <laughs> South Dakota. <laughs> All right, Kalen, off the weed, man. Off the weed. But listen, I'm glad I said that's in San Diego, huh? Yeah, All right, South you Dakota, knew. same place. Mount Rushmore area, <laughs> same place. Black Hills. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got that coming up. That's April 17th mm-hmm. and 18th. How's the life of a stand-up treating you? It's good. You know, I just got in from. I did Zanies in Chicago this past weekend. You can probably hear it in my voice. I feel like I woke up with a sore throat. The day I tried to leave, it was like decent weather the whole time. I woke up on Monday morning and it was like blizzard. Wouldn't you say stand-up is like fucking when you're 16 and a half (laughs) in the sense that you're in that weird position, you're on the carpet, you're in your basement, and you can feel the... you can feel the skin coming off your knee. How do you do stand-up, dude? <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is you don't slow down. No. You'll deal with it later. And I've had many of those moments where you know your voice is blown out. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're still screaming it on the mic like the whole... Like, you know you're fucking your voice up. You know you're tired. Yeah. You know your shit, but it doesn't stop also, you. Also, none of us know like how to properly prep your voice Speak for the show. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to get Madonna's Zanies coach in here. N- nine shows a week. So Saturday I did a 7, a 9, and an 11.15. Uh, Zanies is nine. So tell us... Yeah. Nine. Seven, <laughs> nine. Open. Tell us the nine. <laughs> Hold on. Bueller. Oh, damn it. Oh, Brian's so office it. game. Well, it's not nine times. <laughs> nine. Nine times. Nine times. Nine times. <laughs> what are the nine Bueller times? I just in an email this morning. Uh, Give us the schedule. So you, I got out of Tuesday shows, but usually it's Tuesday, one, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, really? They're doing Tuesday shows? Yeah. And then Friday, two, Saturday, three, sun, wow. Sunday, one. Nine times. <laughs> Saturday, three. Now, yeah. I've done three, three nights oh, yeah. and, in, a, in a row, and I almost want to fucking I Remember, almost Remember, you were saying at Cobbs, right? Did, you just kept selling out the show. I did I did three at Cobbs, and then I went to a place in Kirkland, Washington, and three and three. Um, I was stupid. I was doing like 95-minute shows. Oh, my you God. You need like an opener or something at that <laughs> no. point, right? Yeah. I mean, I we had host opener, and I was doing 45 at most, 47. That's still a nice chunk of time. Yeah. Times three, yeah. Yeah. Nine so, times. <laughs> about, what is that, two, two hours and yeah. 15, 20 minutes of comedy in one night? Yeah. And then 11, 15, as you would imagine. I mean, oh. people are hammer Wasted, drunk. Yeah. yeah we- I kicked out. A couple. We did the midnight show in uh, Kirkland, Washington. It's like everyone is fucking shit faced at that. Yeah, at that yeah. Point. Just repeating the, the words that are not part of a punchline. Just like yar, brrr, ga. Right. And you're right. just like, okay, well. Do you notice? Can I get you a loaf of bread? It happened at Cobb's where one of the gals got wrestled out of the place for being too <laughs> drunk. But do you notice it takes the security a long time? So long. Like you, like you have That's to a paying li- customer. It's a drinking customer. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to live with it for a long time on stage before somebody has some Samoan heritage comes along <laughs> to take this person out. Could it, be Tongan. And who usually makes right. yeah. that was very who usually makes that call? Me. You from on stage or the you, guy in the back? I will say the more famous. 
famous you get, the more you would set that up before the show. Like, hey, here's my code word. Or oh, I remember I have a safe word. I sometimes tour ring. with Anthony Jeselnik, and so he'll before the show in a theater, he'll set it up, and we'll be like, when I say the the code word, get the fuck out, <laughs> kick the person out. <laughs> uh huh. So I don't really set that up beforehand because I'm not. I don't have wild shows, but. <laughs> I like held on as long as I could and I was like as nice as long as I could and I even invited them to go to the back of the room. I was like, you're killing everyone's vibe. Like you are truly, everyone around you hates you. I'm going to invite you to go to the back of the room. And then after I said that, somebody told me after the show, she had reached back, touched another man's leg, was rubbing it and he like kicked her off. And then her boyfriend goes, was she talking to us? I'm like, directly at you. You're in row two. I can't. I like Always, uh, yeah, Brian. Got I it. like the idea of a safe word or like a you know a code word to get people to start kicking people. You know the out. thing about apricots. <laughs> how, how, yeah. about, how about get it on? <laughs> yeah, everyone, clear it out. No, um, well, when you're stupid enough to do 95 minutes times three, you're hoping there's a fucking heckler out there that yeah. you can engage for 22 uh, minutes. Just anything, not That's to true. just sit up here for five hours, but. Uh, yeah, they don't, they, they don't really, but I, I also feel like a lot of those clubs in terms of how they're staffed, a little less than professional. Oh, absolutely. You say? I mean, if you think about it, unfortunately now what a comedy club is and who's working there, of course, very nice people, but they're not getting paid great money. It's people yeah. who are willing to take the job. Yeah. Even at Caroline's in New York, when somebody needed to get kicked out, the bouncer was like, I'm not allowed to touch them. Well, I've done Caroline's a million times and never had I mean it's 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 drunk, but it's no one's ever had to leave. They've had to leave your shows. This was a me opening for Justin like there in October. Oh. And he some it was a drunk girl that was like standing up talking to him like this. Oh, and you're oh, on his show. Yeah, so right. I had just opened. Right. And and basically he was like I'm not going to tell you to leave, but I will tell your boyfriend to handle his business. <laughs> yeah. And then the dude got up and was like acting as if he were going to fight like, right. and the the bouncer was like well I can't touch the human so TJ Miller was there just hanging out and he <laughs> grabbed him and threw him up against the wall you see that kind of facial hair coming at you <laughs> you get out of the way stand down yeah. also you know the thing about Caroline's is there's no exit stage right like there no. you're trapped in a basement with a wall against your back like you're, if big dude charges the stage you're not running backstage there no. is no ba- backstage it's a run another through the building. kitchen just grabbing knives and throwing them back. yeah well you got a long haul to the kitchen <laughs> yeah that's true I mean it's a sea of humanity you're trusting them not to turn on you because it's a little stage and a fucking half circle of humanity around you in a long way between you and in the green room and you got to go through them so yeah it's interesting i i wish more people understood they were drunk when they were drunk right that i don't get especially at a fairly advanced age you know when they've been drunk a lot yeah like i'll give you a couple of passes in high school like way too many Absolutely. you know too many mickey's big mouths yeah. didn't know what the fuck you were doing but if you're on stage doing a podcast how <laughs> yeah you, you should know, know. Oh, you're talking about the audience <laughs> yeah some people think they're helping when they heckle mm. And, I, you know, arguably you could say sometimes, yeah, it's been fun or you could have some good banter. Or they think, yeah, just because it's positive heckling. Like, you got that right. Oh, I hate that. Sure. But or it's still she, really distracting. Or they think it's, you know, they think it's so important. She, that's her. That's where she is from. She likes that, too. Right. We're like, okay, well, I don't need to know that. Yeah, one time, I don't know why, but I was at Caroline's and I just up on stage doing stand-up or something. 
think I was doing stand-up. Uh, could have been a podcast. I can't remember. But there was a woman in the front row, like 40 years of age, never tried a tomato. And I couldn't get past it. I was just like, never had one in your salad? No. How about on a burger? No. Any reason? No. What? You know those people just never just never came They're up? Committed that, to a that lifestyle. takes effort and to avoid like, a what, tomato. What, what do you mean you've never tried a tomato? Like, just never have. I like when people do answer. Do you like sauce? Sure. Uh, <laughs> I like I like people who answer with a super casual version of what you just said. You rape infants? Yeah. They just rape infants. <laughs> oh, okay, it's all cured now. Now it's better. You've never you tried clarifying. a tomato, Mitch. No. Never tried a tomato? Like, I'm not satisfied. You saying exactly what I just said in a super casual way that made it sound cool <laughs> is not satisfying this comedian. No. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just gouge the elderly. That's what I do. Uh, no big deal. Just, uh, you know, yeah. I, I uh, practice Santeria. Huh? Just, just practice. Yeah. Okay. I get it. But you're just saying it casually yeah. now. I just said something. I want a fucking answer. It can't just be never seen. You know, this did not come up. To be followed by, what do you want from me? Yeah. You grew up in North America. Mm-hmm. She's we're in Manhattan at this point. She's probably consumed many tomatoes without knowing it with other things like you know the pasta Well, like you said, it passes us. Not, a, not, according, pizza. Not, not according to her. <laughs> but this but, that's mean, that's all that's right. all I remember. Through the head. She has a lycopene allergy. All right. So oh yeah, that's what they you have. Never know. Uh so flappers uh, Burbank and then uh, coming up in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> Or uh, is it uh, And North a trip Dakota? home to yeah. Easter, but I'm not telling jokes. Where uh, where's home again? Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dayton. <laughs> we just is that that just got a laugh? I'm just putting two and two together that Rapid City, San Diego is Rapid City, South Dakota. I know this right. is earlier. Yeah. I'm okay. a drop. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I Welcome. Like, okay. <laughs> I do a lot of technical things over here, but Okay, okay. Well they start you know, they both start with an S F-D. and then there's a D yes, in there. S D. S and some D. All right. Uh, let's see. We got news. Uh, all right. Before we do the news, how about a little stamps.com? Mm, best time to hit the post office after work, before work, lunchtime. Trick question. No time. That's not. That's uh, something I was getting into with uh, Gergos on the take a knee. But everybody, please join me in this thought. Um, you have the average life expectancy of your group. You know, you're, whatever sex mm-hmm. you are, whatever color you are, whatever time you're living in, maybe the neighborhood you're living in, when a smoker, non-smoker, whatever it is, you have that. Okay, good. Then you have your current age. Let's deduct that from the average life expectancy. This. Then there's how much you get an hour. Okay, let's factor all that in. Are we going to the post office, people? <laughs> With that knowledge. Here's how much I make an hour. Here's how many hours I've left on the planet. <laughs> we're going to the post office. Is that where we're going with my triangle of factors here? No, we're going to stamps.com. That's where we're going. You know why we're going there? Because we don't have to go there. They come to us, baby. Use my name. They got a no risk trial. It's a bonus offer. You get the digital scale. You hook it right up to your computer. You print out the actual postage right from your computer and printer. 55 bucks, free postage. Go to stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone, top of the homepage, type in Adam. Stamps.com. Enter Adam, Gina Grad. Let's do some news. Give me the news with Grad. 
News with Gino Grad. Showbiz Congress. Tech News, Sports News, World News. Give me news with Gino Grad. Weird shit out of Florida. Sex surveys, Obama. Need news with Gina, Gina Grad. The News with Gina Grad. Well, I'm sorry to start off on such a down note, but it is fresh off the press, and it's it's just really sad. A German jetliner on a routine flight to Dusseldorf from Barcelona, Spain, rapidly lost altitude for more than eight minutes and then crashed into the French Alps on Tuesday morning with 144 passengers and six crew members aboard. Uh, the prime minister of France said that no one on the plane has survived the crash. And, yeah, and not, looking at that terrain, I don't know how you could. Usually, yeah, that's why film cliffhanger. It's right. never going to work. See, to me, that's the scariest part, the eight minutes. Yeah. Do you oh, know oh how long eight minutes is when your life is in jeopardy? But it, it doesn't really make sense. They, they found one of the black boxes. They're still looking for another. But logically, it doesn't make sense. If you're descending for eight minutes, then and the kind of crash that they found was something that looks like literally just fell out of the sky. So I don't know, eight minutes seems like you'd have a while to do some sort of cruising down, but not not from what they showed. Well, it's an interesting thing. But I think at 35, uh, we're gonna have to figure this out. Gary, let's, uh, let's see if we can arrive at something. When they start their descent, they get on a glide plane, a glide slope. The flaps come down and they start to, they, they get on that, pla- they get on the plane right. to get to the, to, to the landing strip. And then what they do is right before they touch down, they do a little thing called a flare, mm-hmm. which sounds gay, but it's actually <laughs> cool, which is they'll just, they get on that glide slope. That brings them down just on a steady. It's like if you just drew a line at an angle, not too steep, not too shallow, just coming down from when they begin their descent. And then at the very end, just pull back on the yoke a little bit and just get that. You know, sometimes you get on the flight where it goes on a little too long or they pull back and they're kind of doing like a little extended wheelie for a while before the tires touch down. So that glide slope, they're dropping a thousand feet per. Whatever, whatever the time is, that's what a normal glide slope is. Maybe it's a minute and a half per thousand feet or, or what have you. Gary will find out what the average is. Now, if you're up at 35,000 feet, we can do the math on just how far past that glide slope you're going to cover 35 to zero or 6,000 feet or whatever, however high the mountain was yeah. in the Alp. But, is it twice as fast? Is it three times as fast? The point is, is at 35,000 feet, even just jumping out of the airplane, you're going to have quite some time before you hit the mm-hmm. ground, mm-hmm. sadly, to uh, think about mm-hmm. it. And when you watch, just watch one really tough round of the UFC, just one fucking brutal round. Yeah. That's five minutes, and it mm-hmm. seems like it's forever. Rodeo uh, riders go for eight seconds. Mm-hmm. Eight right. seconds. Right. That's if you're good. Or you're Luke Perry and you're making a hell <laughs> oh, of a film. Yeah. The creepy writers, there's just like no chance. You know, you're yeah. sitting there. That's the. Ch- I mean, I I fly a ton, so I think about these things, and I have dumb, irrational thoughts. Like, well, maybe this type of jacket I'm wearing, if I were to catch wind, <laughs> I might be able to float down. Well, the stone is already pretty wide. I, I have yeah. these things in my head where I'm like, please it's let that might be true. Nothing dumb about that. Yeah, and, and then you think about what would you grab. Well, nothing, you a-hole. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, just grab my cell phone or my bag. Just like thinking about these things that could help you catch air. 
but there's no hope of getting out. Yeah. You know what I think? You know what I feel like a hero would do? I feel like a hero would light a cigarette. In that, mm. And I'll tell you why. In the lavatory? <laughs> well, then you don't want to get in real trouble. Okay. <laughs> but you don't want to leave that legacy. But um, you light that cigarette. I'll tell you what's going to happen. I guarantee that the stewardess, even even though the pl- wing's on fire, is still going to come over to you <laughs> and tell you to put it out. And you're going to get into a weird, shitty argument with her that's uh, four minutes before everyone dies. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to pull focus. <laughs> And so you who are sitting there just rubbing your rosaries and trying to make peace with your parents and all that kind of shit (laughs) are gonna like are gonna be turning for a second and you probably get your camera phone out and be like, Oh, this is going up on YouTube, man. It's gonna be awesome. (laughs) And at least for that one brief moment, if you're just a super douche about smoking, like listen, my parents are are French. I'm grandfathered into this shit. Why don't you sit your fat lesbian ass down before I sit it down? I feel like you'd be doing everyone a great service on the plane. Distracting them. Other than that, everyone is just uh, trying they're getting no cell reception. Tell they're them freaking out. They love them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Holding their kids. Yeah, you don't yeah. want them doing that. You Another want them focusing hero. on the smoking yeah. guy. Like yeah. the quartet on the Titanic. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Just drawing, just stealing a little focus. That's all. Hero. Yeah. Hero. Who, who's the bigger hero? That guy or the guy that turned single-handedly or single-anously turned the plane around from Heathrow to Dubai because of the shit he took in the bathroom? Well, sadly... We're never going to know about the hero smoker. Yeah. Right. Uh, but we might if we got the flight cockpit recorder and right. we just heard in the background, fuck Sir. it, bitch, sit down. <laughs> you know what? Hey, keep talking, cunt. I'm going to light a second one. And I got a tipperillo ready to go, too. How do you like me now, bitch? Tipperillo. I think, hold on. I'm going to go to the bathroom and tamper with, destroy, or disable the fucking lab smoke detector. How about that, bitch? I'm going to come out here and fucking dropkick that shit right down this aisle. How about that? Then you'd hear that in the background. Yeah. And the person would become a folk, nay, smoke hero. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well. Sad. Mm. Yeah. Well, and you know, you know, even when, you know, in the Malaysia air and all these places, they still say for so long, well, we're still searching. We don't know if there's any survivors. They came right out and said there's no survivors. That's- not, not this into that. Not, not hitting the Alps at, right. that, at that speed. And but usually I, I thought just for uh, PR sometimes yeah. they say that, but not this time. I like – by the way, like uh, I, I hate it when the shit comes out of Germany. This is out of the, Dusseldorf. Yeah, see, out of Germany's bad. Like, yeah, I'm going to sound like Oprah, but this when they do the uh, news out of El Salvador, mm-hmm. you kind of go, mm-hmm. pilot pr- probably drunk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Chicken running around the airplane. Your profile. Yeah, you, you start doing Your that. Profile. So that's yeah, But you hear about the you know the the ferry turned over in the Philippines, uh-huh. and you're kind of like, well, that's when you have too many people hanging on the roof. You know, like shit happens, mm-hmm. but. Story out of Germany goes. Oh fuck, this we're not smart. Anywhere. Yeah, this could we, this could easily happen here. It happened to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're pretty good at not letting that shit happen to yeah. them. At least it wasn't Southwest, because then some flight attendant would have been like, eight minutes, eight minutes of my stand up. I never got to do. <laughs> Here's a song. <laughs> they're rapping now. They sang to me last night. Oh, and it was. I mean, you know when you get like, when you're watching Southwest? someone bomb and you're like, Ugh, like you just want to sink down in your chair. Whoa. People weren't responsive. Um, no, there were a lot of old people clapping mm. afterwards, but I was like, ugh. Who sung? One of the flight attendants. That's how they we tell you. Uh, oh, oh, well, no, because they've had, I think, Lifehouse just showed up. Remember the band from yeah, the they 90s? Do, they do 
the sponsored concerts, but this is this is a uh, oh no, this was after we landed yeah, in. Yeah, but I, they have done the sort of eh, bands you kind of heard of from yeah. the '90s. Switchfoot, <laughs> Lifehouse, Switchfoot. It's got to be a great conversation. Uh, I'll be the agent. You'll be the uh, you'll be the lead singer for for uh, fastball. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> fastball! All right. Am All I right. out of my head? All right. I got, it, I got, it. I got. It. Good. Hey, uh, Jake. Hey, Murray. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Hey, got a gig for you. Sweet. Yeah. I knew things would pick up. It's this whole '90s nostalgia wave, man. We're doing some uh, Bonnaroo, some Coachella. Ah, uh, this one's in Phoenix. <laughs> oh, sweet. Oh, uh, no. Tell me, it's not a playoff game or no Super Bowl? Pre- 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 I can't do the halftime. Well, not, you know, when I said it's in Phoenix, I meant more in their airspace. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to project it up high for everyone to see? Uh, kind of radical? Yeah, well, look. Uh, good news and bad news. Uh, you got to fly out to Phoenix. Okay. <clears throat> well, you already told me the good news. The good news is news. you don't have to get off the plane. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, literally, this is like a what, like a, like a two-hour show and get right back on? Like you're figuring mm, out the thing. Yeah, it involves a plane. Okay. Hey, have you flown Southwest lately? Uh, yeah, of course. The 737s are they're pretty spacious. Yeah, they, as a matter of fact, they are. I'm 6'2", and I can almost stand up straight. You are a tall drink of water, Murray. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, and I'll wear heels and almost stand up straight in some of those planes. <laughs> Interesting you're wearing heels, but mm. okay, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any amps that don't plug in? Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any ones that run off of candles or anything? <laughs> Battery-powered amps? No, I can't say that. I can get my hands on one. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. All right. Now we're talking. Right. Now we're talking. <laughs> Can do attitude. <laughs> uh, excuse me, but what's the bass player's pr- name again? Oh, it's Randy. Randy. Does yeah. he still have that inner ear problem? Uh, actually, yeah, he wears a monitor on stage, but as long as it's turned down, it's it's kind of okay. How is we'll he at altitude? The, we'll keep away from the How's he 36,000 feet? It really shouldn't matter. How's he when the air is in? I, I, I probably can do a short flight. Do you guys have any material about mass dropping down or um, the Sky Mall or something? Huh. I don't remember all your hits. We don't. Anything about seat reclining at all? You don't remember our hit? I, me- I remember we, your hit. We could probably take uh, uh, anyone can see the road. The, the road, yeah, the road, road yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone's yeah. flying on Southwest. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to work on it. Yeah, I'll what rhymes with contrails? <clears throat> hmm. I'll put something together. I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. I'm okay. a pro. Murray, you know me. I'm a pro. Yeah. Now listen. Yeah. <clears throat> there's uh, there's no, not a lot. There's not. Well, there's not any cash, but I'm listening. Honey roasted peanuts. They're not free. They are not free. This is a metaphor, right? Working well, if peanuts. you're going to use cash to buy honey roasted peanuts, then I would argue that multiple packets. Now, they wanted to keep it under 100, and I'm talking to these guys. I think we got them up to about a buck 25. Multiple packets, which might be money you would be spending on the ground, would in that case be going into your pocket because you would now have these. And there's nothing that could stop me from. You could sell these things once you hit the ground. Murray, I understand the metaphor of working for peanuts. You have to, mm-hmm. I've been in this business a long time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I understand the metaphor. Do you know how much Michelob Ultra is going for, for now, a six-pack? <laughs> about $8. Okay, sounds about right. I've negotiated two and a half Michelob Ultras per band member. Whoa! <laughs> okay. Even the, 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 the road guys, the guys that are really part of the band, that play the keyboards, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get something, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You good? I think we're on to something. All right. All right. Now, they just... See the run, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. They just want to do... They want to do a uh, pre-flight. You know, when the, the captain's doing the walk around... I don't understand why you're so hung up on the you're, flight. You're, you're doing a flight. gig. You're doing a flight check. Hmm, a sound check. What's that? <laughs> Enough about the flight. I don't care about the travel plans. I'll yeah. drive there if I have to. 
What if I could guarantee you? Let's see, Burbank to Phoenix. It's a twelve thirty flight Saturday. First off, let me tell you, you are really hung up on the flight details. Every seat in this venue is going to be full. <laughs> okay, two of them will Pat's be facing house. facing the wrong direction. Uh, but they're going to be full, and the ones in the in rear time. of the club won't recline. But. There is going to be a full house Murray, that's for fastball news. once again. Oh, that's great. Things yeah. Were, Murray, I'm not going to lie. Things were getting kind of bleak there for a while. No, right? no, 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 no. I had full, some pretty dark thoughts. Full house. This could not come. Full house. Time. And you know what? What's that? After you guys do your gig somewhere above or around <laughs> Phoenix or Nevada. <laughs> We are going to empty that. We're turning the house around. So you're still negotiating? We're going to turn it around. So we've already sold out. You're turning it around. We're going to push him out. We've sold out a second show. <laughs> Holy crap. That's right. Murray, you really Whole are Whole little group agent. of people, except for the ones going to Utah later, will be clearing out and filling that club again. Murray, can yeah. I ask you something? Mm. You want to have a catch? Yeah. All right. And see. Thank wow. you. <laughs> Thank Ooh. you. They're a captive audience. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. So yeah. you're saying watching someone bomb is painful. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Were they singing? It was when we landed, and it was, I believe, a song of her own making. And I think she may have seen my face, because on the way out, she was saying to another guy, like, well, sure, yeah, I started it off a little sharp, but oh, uh, no. it was on a plane. Mm-hmm. So, so I think they can deal. Unaware. I was like, no, I still can't deal. That was what you put us through. It was not okay. It was longer than it needed to be. Don't you feel like... Between the songs, like, do you know the way to San Jose and Galveston and stuff like that? Like, there's a fucking song to every single city they go to. Mm. They could already, you know, Mac Davis wrote it 25 years ago. Let's go ahead and cover that At shit. At least in terms of states, yeah. Yeah, and uh, a lot of a lot of the cities, too. All right, sad. What else we got? Well, who wants we, to talk a little cancer prevention? Gary, did you figure out anything on your glide slope? I, yeah, I, I figured out some info, but I don't think I'm going to be able to give you what you want in terms of... How many thousand of- feet do they decline per minute or per... Uh, how long does it take to drop a thousand feet once they hit that glide slope? Once they start the... Well, I think they call, they, they, they call you know, they go, we're, we're beginning our initial descent. Right. When they begin the initial descent, how many thousand feet... How long does it take them to descend a thousand feet? I think that you should be able to figure out. It looks like a little over a minute. It's saying seven hundred and forty-three feet a minute, so one point three minutes. All right, like so that. so so a little over a minute is a is a thousand feet. So if they're on that glide slope, it's thirty-five or minutes or more. A, a little over a minute per right, yeah. So I mean, we're talking about forty something minutes on that glide slope. If that's how long it should take, yeah, shave that down to eight minutes. Okay, now it's making sense. Now we're going down a lot yes. faster okay. than the glide slope yeah. that we should be on. Because they do usually say that around you know yeah, half, half hour, hour before the like flight is begin yeah. our descent. Okay, well, okay. thanks for putting that in perspective because yeah. that makes a lot now more sense. Now we're all freaked out anymore. Yeah. Yep. Never flying again. Well, two years after Angelina Jolie made the choice to have a preventative double mastectomy. I think the folks who were listening to Lifehouse on the Southwest (laughs) flight were like, ugh, lucky Germans. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. They get all the luck, those people. Yeah. All right, sorry. So, as you probably know, Angelina Jolie uh, had a double mastectomy a couple years ago because she has a... I know, I bought one of her boobies on eBay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has a gene mutation called BRCA1. It's a gene that increases her risk of developing breast cancer by 87%. 
Uh, she's about to go through another surgery to prevent ovarian cancer. This is going to happen by removing her ovaries and her fallopian tubes. She just wrote an op-ed piece in the New York Times this week in the hopes of saving other women's lives who might have this mutation. I have two dear friends with this mutation, and they've both gone through this surgery. They're twins. So mm-hmm. this through, does through happen. The, uh, the mastectomy and the ovarian and fallopian. Is that a hysterectomy? Or yes. That's taking? yes. Okay, okay. I believe it is. Okay. Uh, but this does happen. I know two girls personally that have gone through this. Both? Yes. Both your friends did the mastectomy. Well, they're twins, yes. right? Wow. They're twins. This was uh, genetically oh. on their dad's side, Amy and Angie Shields. They're, one of them's about to go through the next one, I think. And they said, you know what? we got to save our own lives. we just got to do this. Wow. Yeah. I heard that maybe, but I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, there was some controversy the first time she had it because they said there's treatable ways or ways mm-hmm. to monitor it or ways to whatever it is and that this was too radical – an action, but but I think if you've gotten to the point where you you're a huge superstar female and you say here take my breasts, it's pretty serious. Oh, I'm sure she knew more than than yeah. I did. I but eighty seven percent chance of she also has cancer. about seventeen kids relying yeah, on her, give or take. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, just to get philosophical, it's weird that somebody so genetically perfect has mm-hmm. this huge flaw and we should all think about that every once in a while when we're lamenting the fact that uh, we're a little bit short or we have some love handles Absolutely. or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie, I mean, you know, arguably sort of genetically one of the best looking people on the planet. Mm-hmm. You can make your arguments for other folks, uh, but when you just take a look at a 17-year-old Angelina Jolie, you don't do... <laughs> can we do... up that to 18, maybe? Can we up that to 18? <laughs> I like that... I... <laughs> I lose interest at 18. <laughs> Give me. Uh, you, don't, uh, <clears throat> you don't do much better genetically yeah. than that. And you look at a toddling Angelina Jolie <laughs> and you're like, wow, what yeah, a specimen. You take a look at one of those sonograms of Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Her lips are Pat Noswell like, has a joke about that. You want to see a picture of Angelina Jolie young? You look at John Voight's ball sack. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure if we can access that. No, it's so tough. <laughs> and I'd need verification. Yeah. We could just text him. Uh, he'd have to definitely get in a mirror and do a selfie because yeah. I'd, I'd go, that could be anyone's pulse. True, very I'm true. taking your word for that. Yeah. Uh, either way, <clears throat> I would never be the guy going, that's definitely not uh, John Voigt's pulse. <laughs> but Angelina Jolie, so genetically amazing and then yet genetically pretty pretty damn cursed beyond flawed and both her mother and her aunt died of cancer so she just said you know what i gotta do this so it's pretty intense she's gonna go through menopause you know it's gonna be a lot of physical crazy changes but she's got to do it all right all right so let's switch gears a little shall we oh she already had the surgery by the way oh she did so uh, so gary says oh well all right right, there you go Um, i'm not really a news person And that was Beth Selling back in 2015 on The Adam Carolla Show. All right, that'll do for today's Saturday episode. Thanks so much for listening, for sharing the show with a friend. And we do an extra episode of Corolla Classics for every Sunday. Just subscribe to the Corolla Classics feed, and that's how you get it. We'll see you there. My name is Chris Loxamana. That's Super Fan Giovanni. Oh, and get it on. 
All this month, celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month with Pluto TV. Watch movies with the biggest stars like Eugenio Derbez in No Eres Tu, Soy Yo, and Luis Gerardo Mendez in Camino a Marte. Plus, Pluto TV has thousands more movies and TV shows and over 45 channels in Spanish, all for free. So download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming today. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.